Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Modern Retail Podcast. I'm Kale Guthrie-Weissman, the Editor-in-Chief of Modern Retail. And this week, I'm really excited. We have David Yom. He's the CEO of Evite. And Evite is one of those cool companies, I love to have you guys in, that I feel like is ubiquitous and most everyone has interacted with it sometime over the last few decades. And maybe they've thought about it and maybe they have it, but it's definitely sort of woven into a cultural fabric. Um, and I know that you've recently taken the reins of Evite. It's going in a new, interesting direction. I want to talk about all of that. Um, and I want to talk about sort of the digital invite space as a whole and and how how you're trying to work commerce into all that. David, thank you so much for joining. How are you doing? Oh, awesome. Thanks for uh, having me on, Kyo. Absolutely. So first, why don't we start with you? Because you have a really interesting background in, in the startup space. You've worked with some really cool companies. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at Evite? Yeah, sure. So uh, I've been, you know, fortunate to you know, work at some really cool consumer tech companies for, you know, probably as long as uh, Evite has actually been around. So, um, you know, started out my career um, first at eBay back in the early 2000s. Um, and there just, you know, got a chance to really do a host of things from product to marketing, finance, etc. Um, and then went on to Yahoo and MySpace, uh, you know, back when, you know, it was, uh, you know, the sort of premier sort of social network, uh, platform. And then from there, you know, uh, really got the opportunity to experience what life is like at a startup. And, you know, uh, from my days at Hope Look, you know, which, which where we were competing in the whole kind of daily deal flash, uh, space business, which really kind of caught on and just spur a lot of really cool innovation in the kind of consumer e-commerce space. And then went to the Honest Company, um, you know, creating family products, uh, you know, uh, and then finally ventured off and became an entrepreneur and decided to see, hey, you know what, can I do this myself? And we launched a business called Holler, basically the online dollar store, uh, selling low price, you know, fun goods uh, to consumers all across the U.S. And then, um, then the pandemic hit uh, and uh, that really sort of uh, was a catalyst to uh, creating an opportunity for uh, getting a partner together to purchase the business from Liberty Media. You know, Evite, you know, is a business that's been around as long as I've been working. Uh, you know, it started, it has one of those incredible story, you know, uh, tech uh, uh, story where, you know, started out in the Stanford dorms and, and launched in 1998. So uh, next year we'll be celebrating our 25th anniversary of when they, you know, uh, Selena Tobakawa and Josh Silverman, uh, the original founders of Evite, you know, enabled and launched and pioneered online invitations. Uh, it, it's it's gone through its own evolution. Any company that's been around for nearly 25 years have uh, obviously have gone through those kind of things. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously COVID was this huge disruptive thing that, you know, uh, caused a lot of disruption across a lot of different you know, industries and, and businesses. And, and, you know, for those that aren't, aren't as familiar with, with Evi, I think, you know, hopefully everyone has either sent an invitation or received a party invitation. You know, it's, it's always, you know, a, a wonderful thing to, to get invited to something. Uh, but tough to, tough to have birthday parties and weddings and, and all those kind of uh, things when, you know, when you think back just, you know, two, three years ago when the pandemic was hitting and, you know, people were trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Um, Liberty Media, which owned the, owned the company, you know, I think they were just, uh, 
you know, concern with, you know, a number of different portfolio companies that they were, you know, from Live Nation, Formula One, Atlanta Braves. I mean, they just have a host of massive, massive businesses that, uh, you, you know, um, that that's in the, whether it's the live ticketing business with like, like Nation or, or live businesses like, like, you know, Formula One, et cetera, you know, they just did not have the mind share uh, to, I think, deal with all these other, you know, kind of uh, lesser business per se. Um, and that really enabled us to have the opportunity uh, to purchase the business. So um, I got together with my uh, business partner, George Ruban, who's also an entrepreneur like myself. He founded and was a, uh, founded Honey. He was the founder and CEO of, of Honey. And they obviously had an incredible exit with with PayPal uh, just before the pandemic. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's a business that he and I, you know, just had a tremendous amount of admiration for. He and I are both uh, dads of of two young kids. So we grew up going to a lot of Evite, you know, whether we're sending our own Evites uh, to host our kids' birthday parties or our own parties or uh, other get-togethers or we're, we're you know, uh, invitees. Uh, you know, it is just a tremendous, tremendous platform that's been, you know, in the lives of so many people for so many years. You know, this is the platform that sends out, you know, six, seven million invitations annually. Uh, and it goes to on average 30 guests. So you could just kind of do the math. I mean, it's going to hundreds of millions of, of, uh, of people every single year. So it, it is quite the, you know, platform, but you know, when we have something as, as, you know, that like, you know, COVID that just really impacted the business, it, you know, it just created this opportunity for us to purchase the business. And then, you know, and we did it for two reasons. Number one, we knew that the world would come back at some point, right? I mean, like, when was it? There's obviously a lot of uncertainties, but we knew that birthday parties and weddings and get-togethers and barbecues would come back at some point. And we're hoping, obviously, it would come back sooner than later. And then the second thing was that this beloved brand that, you know, is still, you know, so relevant for so many people that there is just tr a tremendous opportunity to really transform it to be a business where it could exceed beyond the current sort of we thought were constraints that really held it back. Primarily the primary business model where, you know, it relied on, it was an ad-based business for since really the inception, since, you know, over 20 years ago, uh, we thought that it, number one, not that it, it was suboptimal, but also it was just too compromising on the user experience. I think, you know, when we think about just how much time a user actually goes to putting together a wonderful party, you know, invitation. I mean, I actually see the way my, my wife uses it. The last thing I think, you, you know, the user has in mind, nor for the guests is sort of, you know, inundated with all these ads that, you know, it, it used to have. And so we thought there was definitely a better way where you don't have to, you know, compromise the user experience. Uh, and then the other thing is, you know, we thought that, you know, because I've heard it anecdotally from friends when, when we were going through the process, which is, you know, is it a dated brand, right? I mean, the, the, I think there was a lot that was said about, okay, for a brand this, you know, that has the history that it has, you know, is it still cool to the sort of the, the younger millennials and the younger moms out there? And given that, you know, this is such a business that caters to to moms, given that, you know, a third of our invitations is around kids' birthdays. And so, uh, but we knew that, you know what, those are things that we thought we could do and do really well, rebrand uh, and, and do a complete refresh and, and all those things. And so, uh, 
you know, it's been two years since the day we took over the business and happy to say that in those two years, obviously with a lot of work, some incredible people, we have really, you know, turned this business around and, you know, eBite is now, you know, uh, from a user activity standpoint, from a financial standpoint, has never been healthier, more profitable in its history. Oh, that's great. There's there's so much I want to dig into from that. But um, I feel like businesses, especially a business as old as Evite, there are like chapters in their evolution in the sense that, you know, they started with this, then they went to that, then they went to that. How would you, is there a sort of, you know, truncated or abridged narrative you have for how Evite has evolved up until the day you bought it? Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, so I'm going to try to, you know, synthesize. <laughs> 20, <laughs> yeah, I know that's a loaded years. question. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, I guess this is just from my view. Um and, 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 you know, there's, there's folks who's obviously been involved with the business even longer than I have. I mean, we have employees here that's been with the company for over a decade and, 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 you know, uh, just speaking with them and getting their perspective on it. But I would say Evite is just a, a, an example of when you get product market fit right, when you have a creative product that truly has virality and network effect. You know, there's been, you know, since, you know, being first, you know, there's a lot to be said about being first to something. Um, but, you know, I think there's a a whole, you know, laundry list of, of, of companies that were first to market, but didn't maintain their the market position, nor are they still even in business today. Um, but this is one where, you know, the original founders got it right. Um, created a product that was great, that was, that just really caught on. And there was enough molt around it that despite, you know, every single year there's new and uh, other kind of emerging startups that's, you know, try to compete with this brand. And, um, but, you know, to this day, you know, 24 years after, you know, the, the first Evite went out, it's still the dominant market leader in the online invitation space. I mean, you could take all the other kind of peer play competitors together and we're orders of magnitude greater. It's really not even close. And, and, and I would say the reason for that is, you know, they, they truly created a product that really, um, resonated with the core audience, right? I mean, we're 75% female and the majority of them are mom. And so they really created a product that really, um, uh, meets the needs and is helpful to her. Um, and, you know, so, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, obviously like anything you can improve upon it. And there's been, I think, a lack of innovation and, and things that they, you know, in the, you know, this business could have had, but, you know, sometimes you, this is an example of where you can, you just have to do one thing really well. And they did that one thing really well that's enabled this business to still be so relevant for so many people for so long. When you were thinking about buying it, was it simply that the timing was right economically? And did you say from the get-go, you know, this this is ad-supported, the one thing that could fix this would be if it wasn't ad-supported? Was that your initial vision? Sort of how did you come up, what made this re-energized business plan that made you pull the trigger to buying it? Yeah, no, it, it, it just created an opportunity. And I would also add that, um, during the pandemic, uh, I got to be friends with the prior CEO of Evi, very close, and we were able to just, you know, build a great rapport. And, and I was just so fortunate to just get such a great um, 
download and an understanding of the business from him. His name was Victor Cho. Um, and he was the, the CEO of Evi for seven years prior to, to us coming in and, and, and taking over the business and me taking over as CEO. Uh, and it's just the, first off, I just love the mission and what this business stands for. It, you know, it's about, it's a business that's about bringing people together in person, strengthening human connection, you know, keeping it human is something that resonates very closely to me. And I know that, you know, we were kind of just jokingly prior to, you know, uh, starting this uh, interview, it's, you know, we're talking about the return to office and getting together. And that's something that we really believe. Nothing that, there's nothing wrong with the Zoom and, and uh, uh, you know, interacting via conference calls and these and that, but there's nothing like getting together in person over lunch, over dinner, over, you know, these in-person gatherings. I think it's, it's, yeah. there's no substitute for it. And it's something that, you know, we believe very wholeheartedly. And I think it's just an amazing, uh, uh, great thing. And so, uh, so that's something first, first and foremost that we, you know, and as we thought about all the opportunities, you know, that yes, the world will come back at some point and hopefully sooner than later. And then the other thing is that, hey, there is, you know, we think that there's a better way to monetize the user base and that there is still a way for this brand to quote unquote be, you know, modernize and rebrand and, and, and really, you know, get people excited and, and delighted about Evite again. Uh, you know, we thought that those are things that we could really do. Obviously, there was a tremendous amount of risk because who knew at that time in, you know, uh, early mid 2000s when this pandemic was still, you know, there's still so many questions and concerns in the minds of people. Uh, look, I had a lot of friends who were saying, Dave, ooh, I, I, I don't know, are you sure about this? I mean, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but you know, this is where, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, you believe, well, what if it goes right? And so, you know, it was, uh, you know, we, like anything, you got to take a chance. And if you believe in something, and I believe in what this business stands for, and we, I believe that I could assemble a team to really, you know, um, you know, uh, transform kind of the, and answer the, the business, the, the rebrand challenge, as well as the transforming the business model challenge, uh, you know, we, we went for it. And, and, uh, you know, fortunate for us that, you know, it actually, you know, turned out in our favor. So when you bought it, and it was September 2020 that you bought it, is that it, correct? Yep, exactly. Uh, were you pretty much like, we're going to wait until things potentially open back up? We're not going to do any digital event hedging? We're about in-person events? I mean, you have to enable and provide uh, options that the users want. And at the time, I mean, and I don't know if you experienced this. I would say uh, during, you know, as soon as we purchased the company, almost half of our invitations were virtual, which is crazy, right? And so, you know, some very common uh, events would be literally these Zoom happy hours and Zoom birthday parties where people just get together and toast happy birthday. But we knew at some point that, you know what, that's not sustainable. Like, you know, people want to get together. I need to see them. I want to give, you know, this, my friend a hug or uh, those kind of things. And so, um, you know, we enabled and made virtual events uh, as convenient as we could, but we just thought that at the end of the day, you know, like we have to get to a point where we want to enable in-person gatherings. That is what we stand for. Can you walk me through the updated business model? And so, you know, I think you said earlier, maybe it was that I read it before, but like 80% of the revenue before was ads. Is that correct? Correct. Now it's at about 20, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. We completely flipped it. 
Where is this new revenue coming from? How did you rebuild that? What were the steps to getting there? Sure. Um, so, and, and the reason, again, why we did it is as we looked about looked at what's helpful to our users, especially to our hosts, and what gets them to love us even more and will use us more, and what do they not like in you know, it was just very clear as someone, you know, spends, you know, literally, you know, 30 minutes putting together the perfect, you know, selecting the perfect designs and putting all the right content and uploading photos and videos and then seeing an ugly ad for, you know, the, you know, some clothing company you know, or whatever, you know, just, just so takes away from the experience. And, you know, we just thought, hey, there is a better way to sort of do this, especially as we think about all of the things that someone has to think about as they're trying to plan the, you know, their best party ever, right? And and also on the part of the guests, it's like, hey, if you want to attend a, a birthday party, you don't want to be that person to come empty-handed. And so let's help them on the gifting side of things. And so we just thought there was so much commerce that is occurring as a result of these these events that we're enabling. It, it really starts at, you know, we view our e-light invitations as the catalyst that starts all of this Today, the bulk of our revenue comes from basically a freemium model where we, you know, the majority of our users still elect to, you know, send, use Evite as a free solution. Um, you know, over 90% will like to just send, hey, you know, select from all thousands of, of free invitations, but uh, close to 10% of our users will actually pay for the premium invitation. So, you know, they will select from one of these amazing, beautiful designs you know, whether it's created internally or we partner with some amazing artists uh, and designers to, you know, because here's something that we know, but especially from our users that they value amazing design and aesthetics. And so if you give them something that they find to be truly aspiring and, and amazing, they will pay for that. As well as if you give them additional features and things that, they, that really makes them their lives a little easier in terms of having their best party ever, like, automated thank you notes and, you know, uploading videos and all sorts of cool things that they would love to have in their features. We see a lot of uh, our users actually electing to do that. And so they'll pay for that premium. And so that has become a one of our biggest revenue drivers now, which actually far exceeds what we ever used to do with just direct ads uh, in the past. And then we've enabled and made gifting a lot easier on the part of the guests. And so, you know, when you have a host who's sending out on average 30 uh, or invitations to 30 guests, those guests, you know, again, they want to, you know, typically bring something <laughs> to, to the guests of honor. Uh, let's make the gifting process easier and simple. And so things like, hey, helping you figure out what the host would like, right? And all those kind of things. And so uh, we just made the gifting to be very seamless and easy, as, as easy as after you RSVP, hey, here's some things that I think the host would, would like. And so, and also, we've uh, now today, Evite is the easiest place to gift someone crypto. So, you know, from things like, you know, yes, we, we enable a lot of this kind of standard conventional gifting, but we also thought, hey, you know, what's a fun, like, let's give people the option to find cool gifts like, you know, crypto. I know we like, get, you know, gifting someone Bitcoin would be, I think, a not, you know, more novel than, say, some, you know, standard Walmart gift card. Do you find that our people, I feel like when I receive an, uh, a virtual invitation, it's sort of a, a one-click transaction or a one-click interaction where I say I'm going to come, I say I'm not going to come, that's it. How many people do you find, especially on the receiving end, 
are actually amenable to looking at the e-commerce, uh, thinking about gifting? Are, are more people than you expected actually buying these products? Or is there a retraining involved in getting people to say, oh, maybe I will buy this through Evite? Oh, no. It, it, when you make it simple, it, it's a lot of it is just like, why didn't we do this before, right? And it's not to say like the pastors, you know, folks didn't think about these things. But, you know, when you have competing priorities and when you have an organization, you know, because at the end of the day, any business is, is comprised and, and the priorities are set by the people that's within the, you know, the walls of the business. And so, you know, this is just something that I think just there was just a lot of too much history and inertia built in where they're, you know, they were just kind of thinking about, hey, how do we sell more ad units to, you know, Procter & Gamble and Williams-Sonoma and The Gap, et cetera, right? Um, they just weren't really kind of focused in, nor I think they believe that that what that could be the case. I, but, you know, I, I think this is but just now, where... Now- now do you have like revenue shares with with those companies instead of ads? So like with Williams Sonoma, is it that you're getting affiliate? Yes, exactly. That is the way we're doing it. Uh, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But like no. on the on the user front, are they people are actually buying from them? And on the client front, are, is William how like is Williams Sonoma happy to do the affiliate share as opposed to just buying ads? Yes, but I would say, you know, our biggest and, you know, because when you think about, hey, like when I need a gift really quickly or conveniently, Amazon is is our biggest partner. And so, yeah. you know, very quickly we've become Amazon's largest gift affiliate, I believe. Um, you know, we and it's, you know, just given, you know, especially around you know certain key categories like, you know, kids birthdays and, and especially baby showers and weddings and where, you know, it's just, you know, not only are we seeing tons of gifting actually being done on our platform, but on the host side, they're creating registries on our platform as well, right? And so we just make, we're just making the registry uh, set up just much, when you just make things convenient and easy and you just become very helpful to the user, they will use it, right? And so, um, and especially given, you know, we're such a trusted brand, we've been in the lives of people for so long I think we've uh, enabled a lot of trust with with our with our users. Can you talk a little about the rebranding efforts? Because you mentioned earlier that uh, you know Evite's known specifically potentially with an older crowd. You wanted to to be more amenable to to younger people. You said that I think seventy five percent of your users are women. So what, what what has the process been in terms of trying to I guess reorient reorient the brand storytelling and also maybe making a different type of offering that is more, you know, I guess palatable or I don't know if palatable is the right word, but like where, where a younger generation knows about it and uses it. I mean, I won't sugarcoat it. We've had some dark days <laughs> with this brand where, again, just the priorities were just um, a, a little, a little baffling. Uh, and I'm not just putting that lightly where Design for, for instance, you know, it is such a core essence of what makes Evite what it is. But I will tell you for like five, six years, we outsourced our design process. So all of the, you know, amazing, wonderful, you know, design templates that you see for a big chunk of our company's history, that wasn't, which is a core competency of what, what makes Evite Evite. It, that was not, I mean, it, it just boggles my mind. It's, I put that equivalent to like Google outsourcing their engineering, right? You just say, how could we do that, right? Uh, especially given that it's so important for 
our users and, and what what makes us who we are. And and so that is that is an area that we, you know, not only double but triple down on. We are winning on design. You know, one of the things that we've heard again, as we sort of kind of mentioned, it's you know, the Evite brand feels a little outdated. That you know, that the invitations that to select from, especially for certain categories that are, you know, like a wedding or or a bridal shower maybe isn't as as pretty as some other you know potential competitor you know um and and and, you know especially for the younger you know millennials and gen z's you know you got to be uh you know a little bit bolder and all these things and so these are areas that we were you know what we are going to win on and that you know over our dead bodies that you know we don't offer the best and most amazing you know, uh, sets of design and we're going to go a step further and we're going to, you know, partner with amazing artists and other brands to just really just give the consumer really whatever she's looking for. So, um, you know, and now I'm happy to say, uh, you know, in terms of the actual core offering of what we enable, at least from a design perspective for our users is, has never been more compelling, you know, wider and deeper as well as you know the whole rebrand you know the look and feel of the site as well as our own logo everything you know the way we do our marketing and our outreach and all the things as well as from uh, getting in touch with the community and, and doing all sorts of uh you know brand partnerships you know uh we have we've never invested more to this brand and to marketing uh in this company's history Wow. Where do you, what do you think is the future for affiliate marketing as a whole? I feel like it's now specifically for a lot of individual brands, it's much more in vogue because of Facebook CAC rises, all of that. But also for a company like yours, and you said that you're one of um, Amazon's biggest, uh, you know, affiliates, does it worry you? Like what would happen if Amazon slashed, slashed their affiliate rates or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, no, no. Good, good, great question. Um, so here, here's where, you know, luckily there's a lot of choices and consumers love choices. And so there's, there's, you know, lots of other, uh, folks who, you know, shop people have just, yes, Amazon is just an amazing place to shop. I mean, I, I'm a very, you know, happy and, and, and I love using and being happy Amazon Prime member. And I love using it. I mean, I get that box literally feels like in my house every single day, but what really sets Evite apart? And I'll tell you, this is one of the areas that, that was so compelling as we, you know, bought the business two years ago, 95% of our traffic is organic. You know, Pete, we're, we're lucky to have a business where, you know, when you're in marketing, you got, and you think about, uh, shoot, I, I have a uh, big anniversary party that I want to throw next month or I, oh shoot, it's, it's my, it actually is my daughter's birthday coming up in two weeks. I know exactly what I'm going to use, right? I'm going to literally type in evite.com and I'm going to go to evite and I'm going to create the invitation. And so, you know, we're fortunate to have, to have such, you know, uh, history and such a strong history where, you know, we've already in beyond the, uh, awareness, we're in the consideration of the consumer's mind. So whenever he or she is in market for, you know, to send out an invitation that evite is a, is really the first solution that comes to, to mind. So that really gives us an, an massive leg up where we don't have to keep going to Facebook and Google and, and affiliates and all these other, you know, channels where you're, you know, constantly, you know, having to 
do paid acquisition in order to get that customer. We already have her. And so, and when you think about, you know, you basically have the, the majority of the adult U.S. population, it, it, you know, and they used us before. It's like, hey, when it's time to send out another birthday invitation, because here's the thing that we know about birthdays. It happens every year, right? And the holidays, you know, uh, July 4th, July 4th happens every year. You know, Halloween's just around the corner. Halloween's going to happen again next year. And so uh, if you've sent an Evite in the past, there's a high likelihood you're going to use Evite again. Um, well, we're just about running out of time, and this has been a really fascinating conversation, David. But I want to just sort of look to the future. You you've you made the purchase a couple of years ago. You've been changing the business model. You've you know f- focusing a lot more on you know d- direct commerce. What what are your big goals for the rest of the year? And let's say for 2023, what are you hoping to accomplish with Evite then? Oh, I, you know, it, it's. I mean, there, there's just a number of things. We're just really kind of scratching the surface of the things that we're enabling. But I will tell you, you know, Eva has just been a U.S.-based business uh, in its, you know, 24 years, but it needs to be a global brand. And so, uh, you know, international is definitely a high priority for us. Continuing to, you know, expand on our our host offering. So as you think about all the things that we do for the host to be as helpful as we can for her. You watch out for all of these, you know, really exciting um, host initiative, you know, whether it's, you know, helping her find, you know, an awesome magician or DJ or live, live band or, you know, decorations, et cetera, to really all around making sure that we can help her to have the best party ever and then continue to uh, enhance the host, or excuse me, the, the guest side of things where we just make that gifting process. Because sometimes it's really hard to find a great gift that, you know, we think that the, the host would like. And we want to make that as easy and as fun as possible. If you're thinking internationally, what territories are you thinking of expanding into? Oh, yeah. So, you know, and especially when you have a business like ours, I mean, it, it just transforms everywhere. Because Look, uh, yes, we're going to go into kind of the English speaking market. So Canada, UK, Australia to, to kind of start. But this is where if you think about our business, you know, we're a party company and Americans aren't the only ones that want to party. And so, you know, the world want to party. So, you know, whether South America, Asia, Europe, you know, uh, we, we, we want to be in every major market. Well, David, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining. Awesome. Thank you, Kale. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Modern Retail Podcast, a show by Digiday. If you haven't already, please do subscribe and head to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review and a rating. See you next week. 